It's time to go one-on-one with DP. Coming at you live from the Copple Chevrolet GMC Studios, here is your host, Derek Pearson. Presented by Beatrice Bakery on 93.7 The Ticket and theticketfm.com. Wednesday morning, May 25th, 2022. Thanks for joining, sitting with me this hour of radio. 4246456856685, Starter Heyman Text Line, Honda Lincoln Hotline. Uh, you can follow us on the Starter Heyman Live uh, video stream, Facebook, YouTube, Twitch, and Twitter Live. Um, anybody who knows me knows that um, things hit me hard. Things hit me hard. Um, I'm way too emotional for my own good, but that passion is kind of it's who I am. So I'm I'm not going to be inauthentic. Um, part of what. Uh, why I wasn't going to come in today was because my heart was heavy. I did not want to have conversations that um, they aren't fun sometimes. They aren't fun sometimes. And in putting together the show last night, all that all that I wanted to do was to focus on sports. That's what I wanted to do. But I kept being drawn to something else, and then it hit me that the reason why we love sports is that, one, it's it's a bit of an escape for some, for most. No, for some. For some. Um, but it's the people. It's the people that we fall in love with. Like the stories, uh, the lessons learned, the successes, the the growth, the progression, right? The potential being witnessed, right? That in the in the little league and the high school and the AU and the college, it's young people who have taken just potential and worked their way through to some level of success and a greater good for all of us. Because we know that when young people excel in our space, representing us, speaking for us, playing for us, that we all become better for it. And that's why we invest so much in it. That's why we invest so much in to athletics is because it betters our, our, our homes, our community, our schools, our, our businesses, our lives, our hearts, right? Our hearts are affected by young people just excelling and getting better and growing up. That's why we love sports. You know, that that really is like that you, you can't program it. You can't just do here all the boxes you check and then it works out perfectly. That's not how it works. But what you do is you control the controllables. You control the controllables. 
and you go through and you say, at least I'm going to remove some of the things that get in the way of their success. Like that's coaching. That's teaching. That's parenting. Like that's parenting is that we can't live the lives for them. But what we do is we, 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 we set things in place and we try to direct them to spaces that are safe for them, good for them, positive for them, so that we will be better. Because we all want our kids to have a better life and better existence than we had. That's parent rule number one. You want them to do better than you did. You want them to live and experience things that you didn't experience. Pride and joy, one of the beauty of, of, of watching my daughter grow is that she will not have to make the mistakes I made because I made them for her. And then her mission now is that my grandson won't ever have to make the mistakes that she made. Right? Because he's got he's got grandpa, <laughs> he's got grandma, you know, he's got dad to, to say, let me help you. That's That's way more dangerous than it should be for you. Right? Don't go to the stove. Stay away from the fireplace. Don't ride your bike in the street. Put a helmet on when you're you're playing football. Wear a mouth guard so you don't get concussed. Wear knee pads so that you don't don't ruin your knees. Bandage up. uh, Pad up. Equip up. Focus. Think. Don't use your head in that space. Like, don't put your head down to tackle. Uh, Control your your, your pitches. Uh, Don't slide recklessly into a – we do all of these things so that – these young people can grow with the slightest bit of, 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 of more safety around them, more boundary, right? More boundary. And it's all love, right? It's all love. That's why we, like 90,000, will show up rooting for the sons of Nebraska. And the greatest stories in Nebraska football are the kids from Nebraska who grew up in it and who aspired to and dreamed and worked and efforted to, to wear the uniform one day and to do that, to live out the potential of an eight-year-old kid who decided one day that he was, you know, when he went on the playground of, of the, the elementary schools in the state of Nebraska to, to mimic Johnny Rogers or <laughs> Eric Crouch or Scott Frost or – Irvin Fryer or Mike Rozier, right? It was somebody that they wanted to aspire to and that we were going to be better for it. As a coach, it's my job to make sure that I I try to reduce injury to my players. One, by teaching them how to do things they're going to need to do safely. Safely. Right? And there are kids who want to put their head down and tackle people. It's my job to say, no, nope, nope, nope. We're smarter now. We're smarter now than we were. Do better. And that's the Maya Angelou quote. Do the best you can for as long as you can, however you can, until you know better. And once you know better, do better. Once you know better, do better. And as a coach and as a parent, right, I invite parents into the space because I want them to be on the same page with me when it comes to what's best for your child. And I ask them, what safety measures do you want to make sure that your kid understands when they play for me? Right? We go, we have the football clinic. We explain tackling. 
We don't want them to risk their neck and their spine and their brain, their precious brain. Right? Because sometimes they're underdeveloped, underperformed, under under underdeveloped. They're, they're not ready for the things that life will throw at them. So we put safety rules in effect. We know that as a as a culture and as a society that we need to put safety rules in, in effect. Right? Speeding, seatbelts, you know. <laughs> Let's put let's put safety devices in the car. Why? Because you know, quite frankly, the human factor is a little wonky. We're not perfect. We understand we're not perfect, so we protect ourselves from ourselves all the time. Food, there are rules and regulations for it, right? Who can make it? Who can who can sell it? Who can produce it? We have rules in place for broadcast. Who can who can control the airway? There's only 15,000 people who can who, who, who can go through the FCC and control it. This is why people went and got podcasts, because they're less regulated. But that doesn't mean that they're not regulated. They're just less regulated. Now, for safety, you understand that in this space, it's regulated, fully regula- regulated and responsible and accountable. The higher you go in coaching, the more certifications and regulations you have to deal with. As a coach, if you're going to coach Little League, you have to go through certification now. Why? Because we figured out that we need to, 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 to vet the people who are taking care of our young people. For football, you can't be a Little League coach in some places in the country without having six levels of certification that you understand the game, that you're in it for the right reason, uh, that you understand safety protocols and will follow them. And will follow them. Because as a parent, if you went out there, and let me tell you, it, it, this is a thing that we deal with on a regular basis, that as a parent, I invite parents to, to practices and workouts because I'm confident in what I do and how I do it. And if any parent sees, hey, coach, uh, they're tackling with their heads, I would want that in my space. I would want to know that I'm not taking care of the kids so I can get better at it and I'll do right by them. And my responsibility is to take care of your kids for you. Safety protocols, making sure that the people who drive the buses are insured and vetted and trained. Right? We make sure of that. I have to know the game of football. I have to know the game of basketball. My rule as, as my, my number one priority is not to win games. It is to deliver the young people back home safely to the parents. Ideally, I've added some joy and some information, some knowledge, and some su- success. But mission one is to return your child to you better than I got them. That's, like, that's, all, that's what all this is. Right? That's my job. And if the, official, the officials who are there, like the caretakers, is to make sure that the, the, the kids are playing the game safely. Fouls in its presence and penalties were set for you to follow rules and then move within those rules, right? You're not allowed to hit somebody in the head anymore. Why? Because we know that's not good for you. And for young people, we need to be more, more vocal about it. So it's become a part of the training now. We understand. Change the way you tackle. Change the way you block. 
Change the way you come into games. Change the way you leave the games. Change the way you enjoy the game. Why? Because we're smarter now than we were. We have more information now than we were. And it breaks my heart. It breaks my heart. Like, I don't want to talk about this today. It breaks my heart to have to say, can we take care of our kids? And they're our kids. I use the phrase, our kids. Those aren't somebody's kids. Those are our kids. Those are our kids. As a coach, and I'm speaking as a coach, I've got kids all over this country. None of them are mine by birth or by DNA, but they're my kids. I have to coach them and love them like my kids. And then deliver them back to you in full better than I found them. And I don't know why anything less is acceptable. It's mentally lazy to go into the politics of it. Because we know that folks have been programmed and reprogrammed to just spew nonsense. But our kids are the focus. And we're missing out on all the potential. We don't know what those young people would have grown up to be, but we sure should have fought to make sure that they got there. And it shouldn't require for somebody to say, what if it's your kids? They are your kids. They're all of our kids. Don't be that person. Don't be the person. Don't say it and don't accept it. Don't accept it. Rico's kids are my kids. Anything they need, I got. That's how this works. That's how this works. There are several listeners that understand exactly what I'm saying right now. I love your kids the way I love love my own kids. And you understand it. And I'm saying it because I mean it and I live it. It's true. I live it. I can't go through and not feel the pain of anybody going through what, what they've gone through. And the fact that folks are getting numb to it and that their automatic response and recall is to recoil, is to go into some political spew. No. No. Is what... Is your reaction to what happened yesterday love or not? If your response to this was to go into some political discussion, don't. Don't. Do do me a favor. Do me a favor. Don't. Go into thinking about these young people and these families, all of our young people and all of our families and all of our communities. All of them. We shouldn't have to say, what if that happened here? Because here is just next if you don't fix it. You think those folks in that building that sent those kids, you think they thought that was what yesterday was going to be? No, no, no. That was somebody else's problem. Except it's been our problem all along. Listen, Lincoln. Lincoln, Nebraska, you, whoever you are, whoever you are, you now know better.
do better. Put your politics down and do right for our young people. Do listen. I've been in those buildings all my life. I can't count on my hands and feet the number of times I had to squash a situation because I knew that my job was to take care of our young people. I'll tell the story. Uh, in Virginia, in Virginia, uh, two a days. And Barry Thompson will vouch to this and he'll, we'll talk to him tomorrow. And we'll, we'll go. But I would always talk about what can we do for our young people today that helps them be the best version of themselves later on, right? And and people, some people will say, well, that's, you know, that's far reaching. No, it's not. No, it's not. As a matter of fact, if you're an adult in this space, that's your responsibility one. Cut the BS. That's responsibility one. And so we're practicing, and there's a parent who had gotten into an angry space about his young man and his place in the program. Now, we practiced on, we had a practice field that was away from the main stadium and away from the road. So, in order to get back to our practice facility, you had, it had to be purposeful, right? But I would invite parents to come and see, because if, if you want to know how your kid's doing, be present. Don't ask for a report, be present. <laughs> and I'm asking you all to be present right now. Be present. And so, what I hear is somebody yelling, from a from a distance but it's moving to the head coach where are you i'm coming to see you now all of my my grown up tendency is activated it's activated it's uncomfortable and uncommon movement which is again a thing that we understand we understand how people normally move when they're in a good place in space we know what it looks like. We know what it sounds like, right? You're watching football. You know when somebody's doing something that you've never seen before and your eyes are drawn to it, right? So in this space, as a coach, my responsibility is for the safety of the kids. What I provide is consistency, guidance, and love. Consistency, guidance, love. So here's the voice, and the voice shatters all of those things, and it shatters the comfortable movement of the practice and, and what, what's going on. Now, there are people who are ignoring it because they are not familiar and they don't understand. So I pivot and get in a full sprint to run the 80 yards plus the other 80 yards to find out where this thing is coming from and what it is. And I meet him in the space. I meet him in the space just adjacent to the practice facility. Why? Because I don't want it in, I don't want it in the room. And I ask him by name, how you doing, brother? I, I just came to, to I, I asked you, how you doing? I asked you, how you doing, man? I'm pissed. What's on your mind? Now, I won't describe the rest of the event because what was required was for me to keep him separate and calm him down, keep him away from the space that he was at with the purpose that he, that he had. And it wasn't for anything other than 
to do right for the people in the space. I was actually doing him a favor. I was actually doing him a favor. Because I said, whatever you want for your son, this ain't it. And whatever happens from this ain't it. Whatever result you're trying to get, you're not going to get it by coming in angry and on, on, on fire. So let's talk. Let's talk first. And then if you're still mad at the end of this, we'll have another discussion. Why? Because that's what we're here to do. We're not here for the chaos. We're not here for the drama. We're not here for the pain. We're not here for it. My job was to love the parent, love the kids enough to get in front of it, and then to detonate. Now, I'll tell you, full endangerment, because I don't know if he has a gun. I don't know if he what, has a weapon. He did. He did. But he didn't tell me that until after the fact. And he turned around and drove home. Now, I, I was then put in another situation where I have to tell people in authority what happened. Right? But all with I'm good and that we need to make changes so that that never happens again. Now, that man invited me to his son's graduation party two years later and thanked me for saving his life and, and. Listen, folks, all, I, all I'm asking is that when we talk about this thing, remember this. Man, I hate going, going, going full blaze on this, but I, 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 I got to. Love requires action. I'm telling you, I'm a love prince guy. I can't, I can't live any other way. Love requires action. If you love people, you love a thing, you have to be active in that love for it. You can't say I love it and do nothing. Action, whatever thing you're going to do, has to have love attached to it or it's not good. Our reaction and response to this should be to be active for good. Active for love and love of the young people and love of the grown people who are in those spaces, who share those spaces for our greater good. We know that teachers have their hands full. They're underpaid and underappreciated. Let's not put more on them than that. But what I would say is this, stop putting nonsense into your love, into your good, into your parents, into your kids, into your community, into your schools. Stop putting the nonsense into it. Look, this is all venom and poison until you stop it from getting into your space. Stop allowing people to poison your soup. Your kids should be safe. Our kids should be safe. And whatever, if your natural inclination is to immediately go, well, what about, no, stop it. What I'm saying to you is this. Do something actively today that says that you love our kids. Whatever that is. Whatever that is. 
and whether it's a thank you to the people who, who, who raise your kids and educate your kids and who coach your kids or the people who stand outside the door or the people who are in the community who watch out for the kids when they come home from school. Why? Because you want them safe and protected. If you love them, not only say that you love them, but show them that you love them in whatever way that is. But I'm telling you, keep the venom and the poison out of it. Not necessary, not required, and not good for our kids. Be right back. Download our app by searching 93.7 The Ticket in your app store. You're listening to One on One with DP on 93.7 The Ticket and theticketfm.com. In business, Deloitte sees two approaches to innovation. People who look at the new technologies and changes swirling around them and wonder what's possible. And people who use cloud to engineer it. Creating new revenue with industry cloud platforms. Optimizing costs through multi-cloud adoption. And adopting technologies from AI to edge. Join the innovators. Start at Deloitte.com slash US slash cloud. And get the end-to-end services you need to get the cloud value you expect. Deloitte. 